0: Welcome to the Market Pulse podcast from Equifax, where we break down the latest economic and credit insights to help you navigate today's business landscape.
1: Today on the Market Pulse Monthly, we're going to change things up a bit. As we head toward year end of the holiday season, we wanted to provide an abbreviated update on key current events and their potential impact on consumer credit. And I've shortened our guest list to just one. I'm your host Teresa Fries. Joining me today is Chris Dorides, Deputy Chief Economist at Moody's Analytics. Thank you for joining me today, Chris.
0: Uh, thank you so much for having me.
1: It's a big week. Um, it looks like there's the Electoral College's meeting, uh, the vaccines are launching. We've got the vaccines that are going in market, and then there's a lot of talk around the stimulus. So where do you want to where do you want to start? There's a lot happening.
0: Yeah, I, I guess the biggest story for me is the vaccines. Right, COVID nineteen of course is the story of the year mm-hmm. for twenty twenty, and economically we can't get back on our feet until we really deal with with the coronavirus. And so the vaccines give us the most, the greatest hope uh, for finally putting this uh, behind us and starting to move on. It'll be a different world, but. Uh, certainly better than uh, what we've been through in 2020.
1: Certainly. And I know that, you know, consumer confidence, I think the Michigan Index came out today and it seems like it was a little down, but, you know, confidence has to be ticking up now that we're actually moving forward with the vaccine. How do you see this impacting consumer spending or um, our financial behaviors as we move into the holiday season as well as the first part of the year?
0: Yeah, so confidence is really interesting. It is ticking up overall, but if you dig a little bit deeper and you break that out by income, you see a real difference. So folks in the upper end of the income distribution, people who have been able to work remotely, maybe have some wealth in the stock market or, or in housing, they're doing Pretty well. They have their confidence. Actually, is, is rising. They're they're certainly more more optimistic. Folks at the other end, even though we do have a vaccine, you do see a little bit of uh, uptick in their confidence. They're still struggling and they're quite worried about the economic future here, between now and when those vaccines actually arrive to the to the full population. So, for the retail environment. I think you're going to see those uh, those trends playing out. You're probably still going to see lots of demand for the essentials, groceries, you know, household goods as people are still preparing to hunker down here. But uh, some some additional disposable wealth is is available to, to folks at that upper end, so you will see some uh, additional retail sales. But overall, certainly we should be prepared for a retail sales environment that isn't certainly thriving. It's it's not collapsing, but uh, we've still got a long way to go between here and, and full recovery.
1: Certainly. And so it seems like it's it's a one-two punch, not just getting the vaccine out there, but also the stimulus, the potential for additional unemployment or the direct checks to consumers who have been impacted. I know that, you know, in reading the, the news today and There's a lot of movement on that front as well. What do you foresee happening as Congress meets to decide on now? It seems like two split, a split package. So two different packages are discussing now.
0: So still lots of uncertainty uh, in the air there in terms of what actually happens. Uh, And we've been going back and forth within our own economics group here in terms of uh, understanding what, what Congress will actually agree to. I think that the Need for additional stimulus is is known. I don't think there's much debate in terms of having to provide some additional support again until we get that vaccine really working its way through the economy. A little bit of a political uh, tea leaf reading here, uh, in to in terms of trying to understand what what's going to happen. My best case scenario actually would be uh, some type of deal that gets us to February, so kick the can, if you will, down the road until the next Congress, next administration. That to me seems like. The most uh, plausible path at this point. It'd be great if if we actually do agree on a, a more comprehensive package, remove some of that uncertainty. But at least let's let's move on and, and at least get uh, folks uh, to February. The real problem we have here is the fiscal cliff, with so much of the stimulus set to expire right at the end of the year, right? Whether that's the uh, extended unemployment insurance benefits, pandemic unemployment insurance, uh, student loan. Um, Forbearance was set to expire at the end of the year. That's now been pushed to the end of, of January. Same with uh, foreclosure um, a moratorium that's been pushed out. Um, so it sounds like we are pushing things out just a month or so. And the remaining piece is really providing this additional uh, stimulus package. It would be, again, ideal would be to have something comprehensive, get uh, stimulus checks out uh, to folks who could really use them at this point. Uh, but, uh political reality seems seems quite mixed, especially with the Georgia races uh, in play here.
1: And so that's that's one thing I hadn't heard. So thank you for pointing that out, that student loans and the eviction moratorium have been pushed out a month to the end of January, so at least by uh, another month.
0: Uh, the, the foreclosure moratorium. So the eviction moratorium is still scheduled to, to expire at the end of uh, the year. So that is, uh, that is very concerning uh, because we have millions of households who have indicated in surveys that they have very little confidence in being able to make their next month's payment. You have millions who are already well behind on their, um, on their rental payments. And so there is a, a real risk that you could see a, a rise in evictions, potentially in the middle of this spike in, uh, in the pandemic. And that certainly is negative all around, right? Negative for public health, negative for the economy, negative, certainly for the affected families. So I'm hopeful that at least again, get something that, covers us, puts a patch in uh, until we can come up with something more comprehensive.
1: What do you think the chances are that I know that they're trying, Congress is trying to push something through this week? I think there was the one week um, additional time that that Congress was given. What are the chances that we will see some form of PPP return or that direct check payment or extended unemployment benefits that will have that short-term fix this week? that'll be decided? What are the chances?
0: Yeah, I'm hopeful. Um, But given that we haven't been able to put something together so far, and you have that uh, political reality of the Georgia races out there, I'm not not terribly optimistic, right? That certainly would make a That would be a nice holiday gift, I think, uh, to the American people if we could actually put something together.
1: So, how do you, you know, if we tie this all back to consumer credit, small business credit, impacts not only to lenders, but even to to the telecom industry or utilities and retail? I mean, we touched on retail already, but what are some additional impacts that we might see um, in the credit industry?
0: The vaccine news certainly uh, has bolstered our confidence around our longer term outlook. So looking out 6, 9, 12 months uh, from now, we see certainly a brighter future than we did just a, a month ago, right, before the vaccine news ac- actually came out. So much more confident in terms of the, of the recovery and the strength of the recovery on the other side of the pandemic. Presuming we do get those vaccinations out and we're, and we're successful, much stronger case there. And that should lower the losses and actually lead to some additional borrowing a little further out. Where we have the uncertainties between now and then. And, and that's where the stimulus uh, comes comes into play, to, to my mind. So when we think about, uh, say, telecom or uh, any type of unsecured uh, lending, that's, uh, that's certainly um, something that uh, would be at risk of uh, potential losses or delinquencies in, in the short term. Mortgage is uh, somewhat uh, insulated by extended forbearance uh, programs. And I, I do expect that the foreclosures will continue to get Pushed off into the future, so that might uh, avoid a, a sharp uptick in, in losses, uh, certainly in the in the short term. Uh, but again, I think there is some some uncertainty there, particularly for those unsecured credits that that are out there.
1: And then we touched very briefly on electoral college being another big thing happening this week. Do you see any impact or ha- do you feel that you know people have already baked it into their expectations or businesses even um, of what that decision will be coming out of the electoral college that that's meeting today and as we move into the new year?
0: More uncertain, of course, is the uh, the Georgia. Elections, the Senate elections. I keep coming back to that. That's the part that uh, I think is giving um, businesses uh, some pause, perhaps, before deciding how they want to position for the future. Who controls the Senate is going to have uh, or or going to make a big difference in terms of what type of fiscal programs might be uh, might be introduced in the future and the 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 path of government going forward. So I think there's much more, uh, much more uh, more eyes are focused on that uh, outcome than the Electoral College itself. This should be uh, a formality.
1: Sure. And, you know, I'll give a little public service announcement there. Today starts early voting for Georgia. So those of you who are fellow Georgia residents, make sure you get out and vote. Um, That is a very important vote. So thank you for underscoring that too, Chris. Anything else that is really happening current event wise today that that we might want to touch on while we've while we've got you on the line?
0: I guess the other thing to, to note is uh, just what's going on in the rest of the world. Uh, there are certainly other risks out there that we have to be aware of. Brexit is, of course, on uh, everyone's mind. That might not have a very direct or immediate impact on the U.S. if, if say, um uh, Britain does uh, break out without a uh, a deal in place uh, uh, from the EU, uh, but it will have some indirect uh, impact, and certainly there, some parts of the country might be impacted more than others. And then it's more about setting the tone and the confidence of investors uh, around the globe as well.
1: Excellent. Thank you, Chris. Again, this was Chris Dorides, Deputy Chief Economist at Moody's Analytics with us today. We hope you enjoyed today's more conversational episode of Market Pulse and that the insights shared will help you keep a better pulse on the market and in turn make more confident business decisions. To access the latest consumer credit and small business insights, contact your Equifax account representative today or visit us online at Equifax.com forward slash business. You might also enjoy checking out Moody's Economy.com for the latest economic updates. Be sure to check our show notes for more details. If you enjoyed the insights shared today, we invite you to subscribe to this podcast series and please post a review to let us know how we're doing. To suggest topics for a future podcast or for the Market Pulse webinar series, you can also email us at Podcast at equifax.com. Speaking of webinars, in case you missed our December 10th Market Pulse webinar, you'll find a replay at equifax.com forward slash Market You can access a replay of any of our Market Pulse webinars As well as a copy of the slide decks and our latest weekly credit trends reports here as well. That's all the time we have for today. Thank you once again to our guest, Chris Dorides from Moody's Analytics. And be sure to tune in next month for the Market Pulse podcast series from Equifax. Thank you for listening. The information and opinions provided in this podcast are intended as general guidance only and are subject to change without notice. The views presented during the podcast are those of the presenter as of the date this podcast was recorded and do not necessarily reflect official positions of Equifax. Investor analysts should direct inquiries using the Contact Us box on the Investor Relations section at Equifax.com.